Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to the small cap executives after they put up important news. If you believe in the overwhelming need to reduce the carbon footprint in the manufacturing of all goods that we use every day, then you're going to love this interview with HPQ Silicon Trades in Canada or HPQ for friends in the US, HPQFF, because they're a technology company that's specializing in green engineering processes for silica and silicon materials production. And they're making waves in the technology materials industry with their groundbreaking advancement in these green engineering processes, which includes multiple NDAs with leading manufacturers in the fumed silica space. Now, a lot of you might be saying what I was saying, which is, what the hell is fumed silica? Well, it's used, amongst other things, as an anti-caking agent in powdered foods, in cosmetics, and in toothpaste. In 2022, it was a $1.3 billion market, but that's just a small portion of the almost $8 billion market for specialty silica in, in total, which is expected to go to $13.4 billion by 2030. So why the interest in HPQ Silicon? Amongst many things, they got one major competitive advantage. Their proprietary green engineering process reduces 86% the amount of energy used uh, leading to significantly reduced carbon taxes, carbon footprint for customers. And what's the press we're talking about today? HPQ secures their third fume silica NDA as interest in testing of its commercial-grade silica material continues to grow. Welcome back, man. You're on here every week now. You guys better get used to it. We're in, we're entering a completely new era, era for HPQ. It's uh, it's an era of uh, it's a paradigm shift toward commercialization, monetization of our technologies. It's it's going to get even more exciting than than it is now. Really, really. I I know I look like I'm not excited, but I can't believe how excited I am internally. Well, this is. This is NDA number three in 2023. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't even say 2023 because you really didn't get the fume silica side really rolling until the start mm -hmm. of the summer, basically. Yeah. Uh, so when you say interest continues to grow, I think that's an, almost an understatement because this mm -hmm. is this is person this is company number three. And we know that the others were leading fume silica manufacturers. So is it is it going even faster than you expected, Bernard? It actually meets what I kept saying, uh, which is if we make a commercial grade silicone, silicone, fume silica material, demand from industry player or interest from industry player would come. Now, the way it works is we don't send our material to anybody unless there's an NDA. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's, it's something I've I've learned through the years of doing this business is that interest in what you do can will will happen once you start communicating what you're doing, and then interest goes to a different level, different speed once you start producing. Uh, we lived that experience a bit in, in in HPQ when we were starting in the in the silicone for battery space, where just on spec we were getting demand. And at that moment, we made the error of probably over-communicating about this. But this time around, we waited for until we made sample. And that strategy is paying off in, in speed. Really, it really is. Because 
um, naturally the first person that, that we signed to was the first one that got very interested in what we were doing when we were just, you know, talking about what we we're doing. But now we're doing it, and now we're on, we have a pathways toward commercialization, monetization, the, the 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 process. So that's that's fantastic, and it's it really strengthened our belief of where we are and how how we have a good thing. And to put it in perspective, July twenty seventh, you you announced that you're just ready to send samples. That's mm -hmm. it. August twenty fourth, your first samples went out to third party. September fourteenth. And then day of the leading fume silica manufacturer. Here we are, number three in essentially the middle of October. Um, mm -hmm. you, we've talked in the past about not the identity of, but how you would categorize the first two. And they're mm -hmm. very big industry players. I, I want to ask you about number three, but I want to be careful because when I read this press release, the one thing that was different was one of your footnotes. To maintain confidentiality for competitive reasons in the industry, in accordance with the explicit request of one of the signatories of the NDA, we are unable to disclose the identity of the involved party, nor make any reference that may allow his identification. So I want to ask you about number three, but with that in mind, and it seems like you're a little more uh, restricted as to what you can say, but what can you tell us? Um. Well, because they were number three, I had more leeway to negotiate because their original position were, no, you cannot even discuss. And that happens. You know, there are companies we've signed NDA with where they put, you know, very, very strong disclaimer. They can sue you for millions of dollars if your name ever leaked. It does happen. And, we, and we've signed some of those type of NDAs. Um, and basically, you know, they sent me their condition. I said, well, you want my samples? I got to be able to talk about it. So, you know, we, we ping pong a little while and we came up with this sort of an agreement where, okay, you can say you signed a third NDA, but just making sure nobody can have a clue where we are. Okay. But that was, in, that was an interesting because it demonstrated that I had some negotiation power. It demonstrated yeah, and, that our material. And, and, and the first two, mm -hmm. you know, uh, sample receiver number one, sample receiver number two, just remind us, but those were major players, right? In the yeah, industry. well, yes, but I... <laughs> okay, L let's go through the logic. Number one, didn't ask for permission, did it. They were not overly happy, but they said, You didn't name us, there's no way really to figure out where else. We're okay with this. And now they've tested the material, and that's like that's. That's no more part of the subject. Number two accepted our typical clause, which we were allowed to, to, to issue a press release on it. So, And number three said no. So it was interesting. We had the entire bandwidth of what could happen. Would you still but, consider them, could we still even describe them as a major player, or do you have to even stay away from that? So if all we know, it's it becomes Kong, irrelevant. It, it, become, it becomes irrelevant. It is a party that, you know, uh, could like all the other ones, uh, be interested in multiple type of transaction. You know, it could be, so that that's just what it is. It's, it's, for me, it's just, you know, validation number three in, in a short amount of time ever since we we've said this and yeah, it's the, the, I see a, for the first time ever, I see a very quick, quicker pathways to commercialization with a partnership of 
with somebody that is that has significant you know footprint in the fume silica industry that's going to be very interested but what's interesting is you know whomever the party we talk to they have footprint in the fume silica precipitated silica fuse silica markets so they are they're they're all in the specialty silica market and what hpq uh through its you know subsidiary hpq silica pulveris has is a one-step process to take quartz and make those materials and the environmental benefits surrounding this, the cost advantage, the structure advantage are, are so large that, you know, somebody's going to come and dance. You know, somebody's going to come and ask me out for dancing. That's it's not going to be me. That's, that's for no, sure. No. Just I want to be clear about that. No, no, but you, you're um, not rich enough. You're not rich enough for me. Um, which one of those advantages, Bernard, or maybe they're all equal, What's the reason? Like, like, like I said at the beginning, you weren't even ready to send samples till July 27th, and then mm -hmm. just bang, bang, bang. So there's obviously mm -hmm. something very positive going on. I'm, all shareholders are happy about this. Is there a particular competitive advantage? Because we've talked about a couple of them. Your, you know, your less energy, lower carbon mm -hmm. footprint. Is there a particular advantage that, or is it, or is it just cost? Maybe that's the biggest one of all because Mars is so tight now. The world economy is getting tighter with higher interest rates. Corporations getting squeezed on their balance sheets. Um, you know, is what do you think stands out in terms of the 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 biggest advantage that's driving these agreements with you? Well, the first biggest advantage is we're making a material that's commercial quality. So, you know, uh, uh, as I said in my quote, I said, you know, we're getting preliminary results. Uh, I joked that um, you know, if it was shit, they would have told us. Uh, but you know, the counterpart of this is to, if it's not yet, they, they've told us, but you know, that's not something we can, you know, we're, we're covered on NDA and that's limited. So we have to wait for our own, uh, test results. So in this specific case, I was probably quicker to the gun to send the samples to the third party, knowing that we would do our own analysis. And now we'll be able to come up, you know, publicly with our own detailed you know, material scope, and that's going to that's going to be able to bring it up to another level because we're going to say these, these are the, these are the scope. This is, this is our product range to start off with, and we can talk about other things we can do, and we can start negotiation uh, with, with parties interested in this. You know, I uh, we have a group in some groups in Asia that are already interested, also non China Asia, but interested in 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 selling our product and moving this issue. This is this is this is what's changing. This is what I'm saying. It's really a paradigm shift. It's it's still an R&D project because there's still one last milestone to resolve, okay? That milestone is? is scalability, okay? Which right. is scalability. But from where I sit, from where I understand the technology, from where we've gone through the entire gauntlet of doing this for the QRR, okay? Uh, I'm saying like, okay, this is... This this is not this is not an unobtainable hurdle, and the reason behind it, the QR was a two thousand five hundred percent scaling up. This one is not going to be a two thousand five hundred percent scaling up. This one is done exactly what we need within the spec, so we know the machine is going to work. You know, we're, we're, it's not a hail mary's pass. It's it's and we're being much more cautious how we do it because. We don't, we, we just need to be able to make the stuff and we're going to be so cheap and we're going to have such a green label to our material 
know, it's it's it, it's a and it's a time when perfect when everybody's talking about re-engineering, reshoring, green engineering. We meet we meet like all the check marks, put them one one to the other. But this didn't this didn't become a reality until, as you said, in July when we said we had sample ready to send. We had some preliminary feedback. We're telling us, yeah, the material looks very very good uh, because fundamentally we reached the milestone we were supposed to reach in the pilot plan program at Labscale. So this is why now it's. It's going to be more discussion about commercialization. Um, this is, I want to refer to your quote. While success, and and this just, I'm reading between the lines, but I think there's a reason why you make these quotes. While success is never guaranteed, the preliminary feedback and ongoing discussions offer the promise of potential commercial partnerships with our HBQ, HBQ Pulver Venture, including commercial scale offtake agreements, and or technology adoption. I know you've used that language in the past, but mm -hmm. combined with what you said earlier, it sounds like you're already getting positive feedback from one or two of the initial receivers of samples. And I, I don't know if you can be specific about that, but that seems like you're giving off a strong message there that you don't really have much much in terms of hurdles left. Am I, am I overstating that? Well, I'm going to sort of like reverse a bit your answer is fundamentally... I think the message I am getting from at least the first party, which was the first one that received the material, which by default we send them the best stuff. You know, thank you. When, when we do when we do batch scale, it's sorry, but you know, first one first come first comes first sure. up gets the best, the other one gets the okay one. Uh, not that we're any worried. We know we're going to be able to repeat. You know what, what we sent when we sent to the first one, but it's just it's just to whet their appetite the, to the two other ones. Uh, you know, basically, you know, keep them in the wings in a certain way without being keeping them in the wings. If they want to come and dance with, with us, they'll, they'll come and dance with us. But the first one, we sent it this, we had discussion. And fundamentally, their key point is validation. Uh, commercial scale, valid, you know, validation is the last check mark they need to check. And that's where we're sort of starting our, our discussion or or pre-dancing about you know what's next, uh, what we can do next, and uh, that's 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 a very comfortable position to be in, okay? For for HPQ, you know, at one point HPQ is so many that, things. When do you expect that milestone to take place? Ballpark. I know you. Well, as I said, as date, I said but... in the press, as I said in the press release. Um, as I said in the press release, you know, we're looking at doing having the pilot plan ready to work Q1, Q2 of next year. So that's gonna that's gonna start working working there because you know we've learned a lot from the QRR, so we got that part pretty much down. Uh and it's just gonna be able to, you know, repeat being able to produce consistently the material that we've done so far. That's all we need to do. So, so then here's the question I want to ask you. So you said by Q1, Q2, you should be, mm -hmm. you should be ready to scale, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll leave it at that. We know you can't. But it sounds like you'll be scaling into an even bigger addressable market because this is the first time we saw where you mm -hmm. there's a, a subheading there said fume silica reactor process unveils potential beyond fume mm -hmm. silica alone, opening up potentially a three times bigger addressable market. Talk to us about that because obviously that's that's uh, that's even better news for everybody potentially. Well, what happened is fume silica is the highest quality product there's out there, and it's used mostly in you know 
in cosmetic, medical, food. That's where it's, so you need higher purity material. In other application where it's used in tires and all those type of issues, you use more of a precipitated silica, which is cheaper to do, but still done through chemical processes. Uh, we can do, based on you know preliminary results, we can do precipitated silica, fume silica, fused silica, not at the same time, but with the same equipment. So that triples the potential market, that triples the interest for our technologies from our, our partners. But what we did, we, we said, okay, our first milestone was making fume silica. We are, we've done commercial grade fume silica. We've gotten feedback from the industry that yes, we've made you know, commercial grade fume silica. And we've gotten feedback that says, yes, we'd like to see, you know, is there a way to, to work together? So that's why, although the validation would occur, there might be, uh, there might be prior to that, there might there might be some interesting things that come out of our discussions, Wh whichever of the three parties. All right, that's quite the that's quite the teaser, and I would try and ask you more, but a, I know you won't tell me, and b, sounds like these NDAs are pretty tight. So last thing I want to do is mm -hmm. is uh, is get in the way of your discussions with everybody and give way to your strategies. It, but there's it's not like it's stopping here. The other quote I I want to read from the press release is. As our process gains more visibility, we expect continued interest in fume silica production technology and our special silica materials potential. So silica materials potential. So it sounds like you're expecting this commercial interest to keep. Should we be expecting more NDAs and more of these kind of announcements? Sounds like you're pretty no, confident we, that's going to be happening. Well, there's going to be, I believe there'll be more announcement. There'll be more discussion moving forward. Um, you know, this, this is where we are going with, with this project, which is going to be, you know, by, by the end of the next year, I want to start, it's not, it's not going to be a big selling, but it's going to be, we're going to start to enter. Like if you, if you take a look, the entire Canadian market for fume silica is 50,000 ton, metric ton a year. So it's not a massive market. The, the issue where we have really a big advantage, and this is where I want to play out part of our business strategy is to design really uh, perfectly tailored for an end buyer strategy. And this is where we fit in. Uh, we don't need to, 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 to get the massive uh, scale advantage. We just need to have our system working close. And as I, I mentioned to you, fume silica is a very light product. So by being a light product, it's basically very expensive to ship, not because it's heavy, but because it takes a lot of volume. So, and I think this is where we have an advantage. Um, this further cements the fact that fume silica seems to have, in this great racehorse of the HPQ verticals, that fume silica seems to have now pulled ahead. And thank goodness you announced your silicon pour for the QRR side. Otherwise, we'd have more people worrying about, this means the QRR has failed and Bernard's going in a different direction. So we know that's not the case. Uh, so now can you comfortably talk even more maybe about that, Bernard, that it seems like, um, yeah. you know, all the legs are, are going great, but fume silica seems like to have really pulled in the lead in terms of uh, mm -hmm. potential, the one to potentially finish the, 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 the race first uh, for commercialization. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it sort of was becoming sort of a, an interesting situation. So much focus was made on the silicone pour, right? that 
a it's in my mind it was you know it was those events we, i knew we would have but once you have it it's sort of like you know to buy on rumors sell on the news that would be that type of an event um but at the same time everything that we were doing on the fume silica side seemed to be a strategy or was perceived by some investor by a or some non-investors i'd like to talk a lot <laughs> you choose um was perceived as a switch switching game you, you change the subject reality is switch switch you know switch one of the two to you know you try to hide it there try to hide it nowhere we've been very adamant about our three initiative okay which is uh silicone fume silica hydrogen right silicone one is two division which is making the metallurgy grade better quality and then silicone for anode for battery materials now within every one of those divisions we may you know play around a bit of the target but that hasn't the big picture of that hasn't changed fume silica we always i always you know believe that this could be a big one but until we, until i had samples that said commercial grade material i didn't have it so so sometimes it's very binary what we do okay until you have it you don't have it but now we have it and now and as i've said it's coming to fruition that people are interested in talking with us about this. So it's sort of logical that I will talk more about fume silica because it's the first one that we're going to be commercially, we, we will be making some commercialization. But within the next, you know, within the next time frame, a very short time frame, uh, then we'll start talking more about silicone anode battery materials. Then we'll be talking about hydrogen solution. We will go back talking about fume silica, precipitated silica. We have... Out of weirdness, I've always hoped to being able to have a strategy with that multiple situation that would come in at different timelines so there'd sure. be no lag. Sure. It didn't work out that way. There was massive lag for all of them. And they're now all coming. <laughs> they're all coming to commercialization at the same time. So I can I can understand that it gets to be a bit confusing and frustrating. And people are saying, well, if there's such a great technology, you know, why are you not getting bought off yet? You don't get bought off on on the first thing. People are going to make the, the checks. They're going to want to, you know, kick the kick the tires. Make sure you what you're saying is true. Yes. And in the fume silica part, that is this. In the silicone part, is going to be silicone anode material for batteries. Then once we start producing those those materials, then it's going to be the one that move. And the hydrogen ones, once we're going to have an operating system that that does it. But these is, these are all things that are happening in the next, you know, like we're well, we're in Q4 2023. Okay. I'm basically saying that my belief is by the time we validate this technology, we will have a commercialization even before. And that's going to happen in one Q1, Q2. It's going to start in Q, Q2, 2024 and finish in Q3. It's not very long. We've experienced it. No, no we're, no, we're right there. And it doesn't yeah. seem like you're overly concerned about it. That's. It seems like now it's just, uh, you just got to let it play out. You're, you're not... Well, it seems like the, I've gone through it. Remember, the remember, sorry, remember we used to talk about mitigating risk and we keep mitigating risk and mitigate. It seems like we're well past that now. The taking risk off the table, mitigating risk seems to be mm -hmm. over, I think. It seems like that phase is over. And now we're in the phase of increasing. So we're mitigating risk. Now we're increasing, increasing, increases our, 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 our probabilities for commercialization. Yeah, and, but what happened? Be fair to what, say what, that. Yeah, no, it's fair to say that. But when we were at the beginning of de-risking our project, okay, 
Market dynamics were based on money was free forever, right? So that was one dynamic that was going. So that that played into it. Now we're in a different dynamic where money is going to become more expensive for longer. So the technologies that are going to succeed are those that do not demand massive capital outlay to get into production. Yeah. Checkmark HPQ. Second of all, they're going to be technologies that are going to bring about an immediate bottom line effect to whomever ends up using them. Checkmark HPQ. Third one, that help one is going to help improve the environmental image of the of the manufacturer. Checkmark HPQ. Third one, reduce environmental taxes related to, to manufacturing. Checkmark HPQ. We are incredibly well positioned. The market at one point will wake up to that reality. I think it's waking up now. We're just in a bit of a trail, a bit of a difficult time for the small caps yeah. where they're starting to separate the pretenders from the real companies. But uh, I mm -hmm. remind everybody again, I remember back in the mid nineties, I had a very good friend of mine saying, George, buy Apple. I think it might, it might even be early nineties. Buy Apple at $8 a share because Microsoft has to support them. Otherwise they can have a monopoly and then the government will break them apart. And, and a lot of people didn't realize the now no, none of us saw that would be several thousand dollars. I've taken stock puts into account, but the fact of the matter is when you're in paradigm shifting mode, it just takes longer for the market to figure it out because they really need to know that before they let go of the safety of the status quo, they mm -hmm. really, 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 really need to see that you've you've made that paradigm shift. So um, I just want to add that in as a, as a little additional color uh, to what you were saying about the market catching up. But uh, mm -hmm. on that note, I don't think it's going to take long. It seems like now... All kidding aside, you're just in full flow on all three legs. So, you know, last night I got the call again. Hey, George, going to need you tomorrow. Uh, so are we going to have you back? I mean, it's what Tuesday now. Is it Tuesday? Or is it Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Ah, the days fly. Uh, it's Wednesday now. So uh, there's a there's a coin flip as to whether I'm going to see you before the end of the week. But it seems, will, we, will you be back next week, you think? You know, I can't see anything. Trying to read your body language. I'm trying to do a little poker right here. I see if I could read your body. But you know what? You, you're 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 I a froze. statue. <laughs> you're a statue, and your Zoom froze. All right, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Congratulations again. I mean, just this is this. Uh, I can't believe how fast Fume Silica is moving. Given the fact, July 27th, you said you're ready for samples, and then from Greece, from Pados, I was sitting there uh, doing that interview with you with the beach behind me about the first samples going out, and here we are, number three. And it's uh, we're not even past mid-October. So I think I speak on behalf of everybody. I see the excitement online. I see the social media interactions uh, where people are really happy and they're really, really looking forward to what's next. So good luck to you, buddy. You have you have everybody's support, except for a few funsters who are paid to do whatever they got to do. 99.5% of the rest of us, you got our full support. And, and thanks for bringing us this far, man. Thank you. Anybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to Bernard Tudial. He's a CEO at HPQ Silicon, trades in Canada at HPQ. For our friends in the U.S., HPQFF, start your due diligence on Agoracom on the profile page because, man, this is a specialty uh, green engineering processes for multiple, uh, multiple silicon uh, materials.
you're going to get all that from the Agoracom site on their profile page. So get that from there before you go onto the company's website to do deep dive due diligence and look for Bernard, right? Sometime imminently next couple of days, something like that. You expect to get the new deck coming out, right? So hopefully yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see the new deck as well. Yep. All right. So get that deck. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap podcast.